Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello and welcome back to Conversations with Cornelius. Oh yeah! And this week, sitting in for Cornelius is John Fitzgibbon. <laughs> uh, I, I always I always think that's weird. Do you know when you're listening to radio stations, we'll say the Ray Darcy show or something like that, and uh, <laughs> someone is filling in for, for Ray, you know. And Telma Mansfield filling in for Ray Darcy, on the Ray Darcy show. It's just weird. It always, I'm like, like, of course, Ray needs a holiday. We all need a break. We all need breaks, guys, okay? Even if you are... If you are Ray Darcy, you need a holiday. The same way as if you're Connie Clothespegs going door to door selling clothespegs. Connie Clothespegs needs a holiday. Ray Darcy needs a holiday. I think it was, I think it was Christy Moore himself who wrote um, a song with the lyric "Climb a mountain, jump." Uh, no, what is it? Climb a mountain, jump in a lake. Some jet off to exotic places. I like to go to the Galway races. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the late, the, the late, great, <laughs> even though he's not late, unless he's late for something, because he's, he's, still, he's, still, he's still very much alive, Christopher Moore, um, or, or uh, I think it's Christopher Moore, I think it, he, he likes to be known as Christopher Moore to his, uh, to his enemies, and uh, I'm not a friend of his, but I'm, I'm certainly, I'm, I certainly have, I'm closer to being an enemy of his, but anyway, I've gone way off topic, lads, I don't know what's going on at all, jeez, I hope you're all well. Uh, I'd like to let uh, I'd like to give a little shout out to my sponsor before we get going in this week's podcast. Uh, this podcast is sponsored, as you all know, by the good and humble folk at the West Cork Beard Company. Check them out, players. They are cool and groovy. <coughs> oh yeah, cool and groovy. I'd go so far as to say that I am hip to their groove. Uh, shout out to. The phenomenal response that I got to last week's episode with Dominic McHale, care of the Young Offenders, amongst many other projects. Uh, what a fascinating soul Dominic is, was, and shall be. <laughs> and I'm so glad that uh, you guys enjoyed the episode. A few people got in touch to say how much they enjoyed the episode. And... Um, uh, Dom was a great guest, and I was thinking to myself, hold on now, that's a little bit too far, right? Okay, you're kind of going heavy here on Dom, like, you know, would he be able to answer those questions if I wasn't there? No, he wouldn't, because the questions wouldn't be posed, and if you're going to be complimenting guests, okay, be sure to get in. Uh, of course, you're fantastic, Cornelius, yourself, but Dom was just a little bit below you. You know, something along that ilk, with that that kind of, that vibes for me, anyway, I'm just, you know. But anyway, um, a lot of people really enjoyed Dom, uh, I don't know you know, charming bastard. Uh, so, uh, Kira Hurley, music, who's a regular podcast listener, uh, actually said that she loved what Dom had to say on friendship and love. <laughs> All right, Kira. Okay. Why don't you fucking marry him? Do you know what I mean? Why don't you marry him if you like him that much? Um, 
Then my uncle Mike over in Dallas, who is a regular podcast listener, and uh, he said it was a great conversation. This is a uh, quote, great conversation. And then said, what did he say then? I'll actually have it written down here. <laughs> he said, a great conversation. And then, oh yeah, then he went on to tell me that the government lockdown, uh, uh, <laughs> that government lockdowns equal population control, uh, which is why we, America, love our second amendment rights over here, the right to bear arms. And I just want to say, I love you, Uncle Mike. I disagree with an awful lot of what you say, but I'll tell you what, big guy, I fucking love you. And I'm hoping to go over to Texas to you when this coronavirus flattens a small bit and uh, for a visit, because I spent some beautiful time in the in the tox in the tox in the hot Texas sun with you many moons ago, and I'm due a fitting call up, and I'd love to do a podcast with you when I get over there because Mike, my uncle, is an inspirational character, and um, one of the forgotten generation that moved to America in the mid '80s when you know visa cards were not easy to get or green cards were not easy to get but uh, get so you kind of had to do it illegally and uh, his journey took him from boston right down to to texas and he's a he's a cool guy he's a cool guy so yeah um guys that's 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 the that's that's the shout outs done that's the the, the mentioning of the the sponsor done uh this week's podcast, I'll tell you, it's a, it's going to be a little bit of a different one, right? Uh, because we're going through a lot of stuff here at home at the moment. Noelle's mam is not well, and she's in hospital. So currently, um, our house is quite busy. Um, her brothers are staying with us from um, Dublin and Canada and Australia and... Um, yeah, we've got the boys and my sister here and my myself and Noelle, obviously. So the house is kind of mania. We're going through a kind of a real strange, worrying time, and um, a lot is going on. And I, I kind of, I, 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 so I haven't had any chance to organize an interview this week or do any any kind of work behind the scenes. I normally put a little bit of work behind. No, it does not look like it, but I, I put a little bit of work into this podcast uh, in terms of what content I want to bring out, what I want to talk about, people I want to talk to. Generally, it's just my friends, but I will come across uh, some interesting characters that I like to bring on from time to time as well. But this week, I have to say, I haven't been feeling it. I haven't been feeling it. And I've been kind of, I've said to Noelle last night, I was like, what? you know what am I going to fucking do you know and she said why don't you do the diary podcast like I did a couple of weeks back um but I was like that's a bit sensationalist I don't really want to do that because I'd have to go on about what's going on day to day and I think that's kind of private and I'd like to keep that private and um she said yeah you're right you're right so I kind of went away and then the the idea was just in my head it was like diary 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 and then I went upstairs and um, I kept a diary for many, many years. Um, and I started my very first diary entry uh, in St. Coleman's College boarding school when I was about, I don't know, maybe 15, 14, 15, 16. And I had kind of kept a diary of my life. And uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to flick through years of my life and I'm going to read out like just random diary entries. I don't know if it is interesting at all to you to listen to that. 
but I have no capacity to create new content this week and I don't want to let down the regular podcasters who listen in and are I are on on team Connie clothes pegs. <laughs> I've just christened myself Connie clothes pegs. Um and also I've kind of made a commitment to myself about this podcast about doing the 52 episodes. <clears throat> And I don't want to let myself down. And even though sometimes in your life the walls of Jericho can be crumbling around you, um, I think if you can remain focused on projects that are dear to your heart and dear to your soul, that when you come out the other side of it, you'll be all the stronger for it. So I don't know if any of you have any... Oh, and I'll tell you, I they're like... Some of this shit is cringe. A lot of this shit is cringe, right? So I, I, I started off doing... I fancied myself when I was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 as a poet. I always fancied myself as a poet. I, and I kind of wrote poetically. And I was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I didn't become a stand-up comedian or a comedian until I was 33, Okay. I'm 44 now, so that was 11 years ago, <coughs> and prior to that 11 years, I was a variety of different things. Um, I was a car salesman, I was an insurance salesman, I was a publican, I was a professional poker player, um, I r- ran my own w- uh, window uh, um, cleaning business, uh, y- you name it, uh, I was... I was a jack of all trades and definitely a master of none and I'm still not a master of of anything but I have found a love now that I want to master. So <laughs> So this is December 1994 and this is a poem called and again I preface this by saying <laughs> these are shit. These are so bad. This is so, a lot of the stuff is cringe. <laughs> so this is called him, right? Him. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> His deep, rich eyes have untold wisdom. His shoulder-long hair was not cared. The stubble was not a statement. An innocent dimple was not innocent. Ragged clothes were what he chose. A cigarette was always in his breath. An innocent person grieves his death. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was called Him. That was a poem that I wrote at the very start of this diary entry in December 1994. Let's do the maths. I should have done this before. What what, what year is it? Okay, what year are we now? We're 2021, okay? So 94, so 94 and 04 is 10, and 14 is 20, so 14... Uh, and then there's 24 is 30 and what are we now 22 so 28 years ago um 
28 years ago. What am I now? I just get my calculator there. I This is how poor I am at mathematics. I was 16. I was 16. Kurt Cobain had just killed himself, lads. That was a poem about Kurt Cobain. His deep rich eyes have untold wisdom. His shoulder long hair was not cared. Like what a great line is his shoulder long hair was not cared. Like I mean how I wasn't picked up by the literary, literary world at 16 is still, um, it is a perplexion to me to this day. All right, okay. So um, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm just going to stop at this random page there now. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we're up to 1997 now, guys. We're up to 97. That was 94. So three years, three years on to 16. I'm now 19. 19. You're getting a glimpse into 19-year-old <laughs> Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Oh, we're after landing on another poem. It's called Itching at the Heart. Okay, and it's. And then there's inverted commas, April 20-ish, 97. So, like, I was so rad and cool, I didn't even know if it was the 22nd, the 23rd, or the 24th. It's the 20-ish. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, this is a bad idea. Um, <laughs> okay, so what are we reading here now? Uh, itching at the heart so i'm genuinely really like i found this i haven't looked at this journal or these diaries in donkey's years and <coughs> uh, yeah okay so let me so i'll have to work around my grammatical errors <laughs> my spelling errors and i don't even know what i'm talking about here we go okay so now i know that she thinks i do not <laughs> and it's been said so often my curiosity eventually led to furiosity. So, uncam was I, I had to go away, and not for good, but just the night. I'm sure she's pondering millions of signs right now. <laughs> if all... If only, if only the one in front of her was as clear to her as it is to me. Because he knows what it is like to have love. <laughs> Apparently, she has had it, but does not get it. When will it stop raining? <laughs> Black clouds swirl and things and stuff. No way. Black clouds swirl and things and stuff. This is going to be as bad as giving up cigarettes. Except maybe when it's broken. It will mean something good. Why can others appear to be having it easy? Yesterday I was half the man I used to be. Maybe that's because you're the other half of me. Frustrated <laughs> and confused. And I spell confused C O N N <laughs> F U S E D. I used to spell my name C O N N back then. <laughs> oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Oh my god, that's April 20 ish, 97, guys. Um, not only was I great at, at writing diaries, 
but I, I like I had my own little way of just not. It wasn't prose; it was like poetic. All right, okay, I'm going to get so uh, <laughs> I'm going to move. <laughs> I'm going to move away from <laughs> move away to that, and I have all right, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So up to two thousand and three. So what year was <laughs> what year was that last one? Um, Ninety seven. So that's it's six years later. All right. I'm twenty five. And <coughs> okay. What's this one called? Oh God! I don't know. Should I read this out at all now? One twenty eight a.m. This is called Coke. <laughs> Here, fuck it. Here we go. <coughs> I am a curious person. I am also a fearful person. Sometimes I lack the courage to convict my wishes. I took cocaine for the first time properly three weeks ago. My boss and friend John gave me three lines on the bar counter at about 2 a.m. Why did he give it to me? Why did I take it? Because I asked him, me, Connie O'Sullivan. I knew the boys were coming over for a weekend and I wanted them to see that I was living. Stupid person that I am. It comes in rock form. You break off fragments with a Visa card or a video club card or something similar and you chop it into fine dust. Then you fashion a thin line or a fat, long or short line. Roll up a 10 pound note, place it at the start of the line and hoover it up, keeping one nostril closed with one of your spare fingers. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's the simplest way. There are other ways, but in smoggy, in, this, in the smoggy, dirty streets of East London, this has been my training. Problem is, it really did nothing for me first. I felt no need to climb a tree or sing a song or dance the tree. Getting into a little bit of poetry. <laughs> so, the way, so the way I looked at it was, it's doing nothing for me, so there's no reason to stop. That's a really stupid reason. And I know most drugs are stupid. I smoke a box of Marlboro Lights every day. That's stupid. I still do it. I put on weight because I'm eating rubbish. Stupid. But burgers are nice. Anyway, I'm wandering again. John clearly has a problem. Not a day has gone by since I've started doing coke that he hasn't been high. And I found myself slowly but surely falling into this wicked, wicked trap. It's too fucking easy here. In that movie with Julie Andrews, the hills are alive with the sound of music. And here, the streets are alive with the smell of coke. I've noticed my sleeping pattern. I've noticed my sleeping patterns were becoming... I've noticed my sleeping pattern... God, my writing is so bad. <laughs> I've noticed my sleeping pattern <laughs> were becoming more and more erratic. Going to bed at 7am, 8am, and then getting up for work at 5. Getting up for work 5 hours later. 
absolutely fucking tired. Only for John, who does not seem to sleep at all, offering me another line to help with my hangover. What fucking hangover? I only had six or seven pints. It's the fucking charity that's keeping me buzzing. Then the expectation of the next line and the fascination of watching, of time watching, waiting for the bar to close so I can drink with whatever girls we have managed to persuade to stay so that we are not alone while we snort all our problems away. Jesus. Right. Okay. So Connie did a little bit of coke in his 20s. Yeah. All right. Okay. There's, are you surprised? Are you fucking surprised? I don't think you are. Um, <coughs> what's this now? All right. Okay. All right. So 2003, same year. I'm in London. Um, so this is the headline here. I'm only going to read a couple of these out. I have loads of them, like, but I just want to fill up my, my podcast this week. I hope you're still listening. And if you are, please let me know what you think of this kind of stuff. Because I think when I do, I think when I bring out my Patreon later this year, I'm going to put a lot of these kind of episodes in behind the, in, in behind the Patreon. So I'm wondering if people are interested. Let me know. <laughs> let me know in the comments, guys. So uh, this doesn't have a title, it just has a date, and it gives you the, we the weather as well. Very warm and sunny, the 11th of August, 2003, in the bath, 3.45pm. Right, okay, so I wrote this while I was in, a, in having a bath, quarter to four. Right, very sunny, back in 2003. What was going on in 2003? I can't remember. Things are different than Ireland fact but then again things are different here and in Ireland than in Barbados I'm just back from Stratford Park where I sat on a park bench topless reading a book all the time soaking up the goodness of the sunrays it's not the very it's not the it's it is not the first time I've ever done such a thing and it was very enjoyable to a point even without a book you could sit there all day and nose at the myriad of people who walk around it is quite a be god it is quite a beautiful area it is hard to imagine the people who occupy this area today have a care in the world. I try to convey that I am the most carefree, and by doing this, I ultimately finish last. Jesus, here we go again with the fucking self-righteous shit. Right. <laughs> okay, let's... I'm woke now, right? I wasn't woke when this came out. Still... And I uh, still, and I quite enjoyed it. That is until this skinny man in his early 20s started looking at me from the fountain pond. Fountain pond. Okay, fair enough. It's a free country. Freedom was thrown out the window of fairness when he sat down beside me. There were four empty benches, two of which were closer to mine, and he asked, then he asked, if I minded if he smoked. And I said, free country. I'm going away anyway. Don't go on my account. I won't smoke if it offends you. 
My name is Fred. See you later, Fred. I must get back to the wife and kids. I don't know why I said that. Does this make me homophobic? <laughs> oh dear, Connie. Oh dear, Cornelius. What are you like? What are you like? What are you like? Okay, 2010. 2010 and... Uh, what are we now? We're 44 now. 2010 was 12 years ago, so that makes you 32. 32. Still wasn't doing... Still wasn't doing comedy. Um, oh yeah, this is a, this isn't this be an interesting one. So first of February two thousand and ten, Monday evening, zero cigarettes, zero al- alcohol, zero narcotics. That's what's written at the top. And here we go. I'm hoping now that I'm a little bit fucking better in my thirties. <laughs> okay. He was always old to me. Pictures of him at my communion confirm this. That day, he stood though, shoulders back and a grim look upon his face. I never remember being on his knee. He constantly looked worried, as if he had a heavy load invisibly strapped to his back. Yet he carried it with the poise of a great captain on final day. Years, of course, began to whittle away and like fallen leaves on a great oak, time trickled through his fingers. I remember the island wood on a cold autumn's evening browns and reds and yellows and the two of us me springing with the quickness of youth wishing away the day for the promise of tomorrow and granddad methodical in his footsteps clinging to the evening yearning for another just like it he hated to be called granddad but I could never call him Connie I tried to push the word through my teeth for years, but always failed. I don't know why that is. In the recent past, there was a real tenderness, and we spoke of trivial things like the trade or football. Determined to the last and stubborn, a new word should be created for his pride. I think I admired that the most about Grandad, his pride. Now I wrote that about ten years before he died. That's what I think is I- interesting about that because he was sick for quite a long time, and um, just thinking there now that's two thousand and ten, and I think he passed away. Was it in two thousand and nineteen? It was two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, and um, so yeah. He was sick for quite a long time after that. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> I remember writing that. I just, I don't know if, and this is this is what the diary is for me, and um, I'm going through it there now. I think I have maybe, yeah, I'll just read one more thing, will I? Let's read one more thing, but I'm just, uh, I'm going to get it right up. I'm going to give you the, the most recent, up-to-date one. Um, but I've been writing this on and off for the best part of my life, and I, I have skipped, there have been, 
there have been years where I haven't wrote on it. And then there have been years where I have wrote an awful lot on it. But my last entry was on the 21st of November in 2019. And uh, it's titled Rotten Rain. And I genuinely cannot remember writing this. And this is my first time reading it since I wrote it. Um, And I'm finding going back reading these a real interesting snapshot into how I have changed myself as a human over the last 44 years of my life. How my young mind thought and felt and how my and how my life almost spiralled out of control with drink and drugs and gambling. And um, that I'm extremely lucky to have found to found people who who love and support me, and I'm extremely grateful for that. But um, I think I think it's a, I think it's a good a good thing to look back, but not to wallow either, you know. So uh, I'm a little bit like Raikin that way. Do you know what I mean? Just look to the next game. The next game is what is what counts now, guys. Do you know what I mean? Don't worry about the Champions League final that we won there last week. We're playing a friendly with Cove Ramblers, and that's the game that we need to be concentrating on. Okay. <laughs> One second there now. All right. Ooh. Uh, okay. So I'm actually going to do... Oh, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to do... Uh, I've just found a poem as well that I wrote in 2007. It's called Changing Gears. Um, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. Changing gears, drinking beers, making her smile, running a mile, collecting Dylan, worrying about religion, selling a car, owning a bar, Ballyclaw, the FA Cup draw, check raising, fast food grazing, a good movie, no work on a Tuesday, teaching Dylan, losing weight, God willing, my darling's innocence, my lack of real confidence, my mother, my father, their five daughters. My house and home, my mobile phone, my hopes and dreams, Dave's hopes and schemes, Blake, Danny and Dinny, all my friends, to the end, the bittersweet end. Okay. That's when I was playing poker, doing a lot of coke as well. <laughs> all right, I've got to finish with this. This is the 21st of November 2019. I'd just like to tell everybody that I do longer, do know, I knew, I knew longer, I do not know, I do know, I no longer do any hard drugs, synthetic drugs like cocaine. They're very bad for you. But I was foolish in my 20s and uh, I did a little bit. I dabbled. I dabbled. Look, if someone puts a line out in front of, a, in front of me at a party, I'm going to say, Eric, quiet, quiet, give me, give me a sniff. Uh, <laughs> but I don't go to parties anymore, okay? I've got fucking two kids. I've got a mortgage. I've got a career. I've got ambitions. I'm not interested, okay? Put it away. All right, go on, put it out, put it out. Okay, 21st of November, 2019. This is called Rotten Rain. And um, I'm going to go away then after that. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Rotten Rain. Hello, me. <laughs> I've... Sp- I've sp- uh, I'll start again. Hello, me. <laughs> I've spent the last few days flicking back through this journal. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I've been write, I've been writing in it now 16 years, albeit sporadically. Guess what? I'm married. To Noel, 
we have two wonderful boys. Harvey Jan, who is almost three, and Hunter Cornelius, who is five months. We live in a 127-year-old styled five-bedroom house. We bought last March. Life is brilliant. I am a comedian. Even writing, even writing that sentence fills me with joy. I am happy. I am healthy. <laughs> I am hilarious. I am not humble. <laughs> I think the lesson is to keep going. Light, love, and happiness. Yeah, so that's the last time I wrote on it. And prior to that was 2014. So there was a gap between 2014 uh, to 2019. And in 2019, it was just a kind of me coming on saying, I'm going well. And as I look back on it, when I was writing was when I was upset and when I was sad and when I was angry and when I had a lot of problems going on. And I definitely found it really helpful. And even now, looking back to see where I, where I am from where I could be, it gives me an enormous sense of, of pride um, and it kind of inspires my, it kind of inspires me to, to, to keep going because I, in the past, would have been in a lot of dark places mentally and uh, yeah I'm glad those days are over so now listen to me um, that's this week's podcast as I said at the start uh, we're, go- we're having a we're having a kind of a, a family a family time scenario going on in our house at the moment and that has to take precedence obviously but I don't want to let you down and this is this week's podcast in all, in all its glory i hope you enjoyed it um you can follow me on instagram cornelius the comic on twitter comedian con or on facebook cornelius patrick o'sullivan do follow me i i, I love being followed <laughs> especially to the pub and if you follow me to the pub i'll have a heineken uh, i went out for a few pints last night actually and they were delicious um so yeah follow me to the pub buy me a pint <laughs> If you are enjoying this podcast, this podcast and the conversations and and what's going on, you could really help me out by going online and rating and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. Uh, iTunes particularly uh, really helps me out, really gets the word out there. Um, I'm going to continue to fucking work hard for you guys and I'm going to continue to make podcasts irrespective of what's going on, you know, because I think that is... Um, that is one thing that I'm taking from this diary episode is I fucking nearly fell down a, a lot, uh, but I always managed just to get back up. And sometimes, um, and it's it wasn't always by myself. It was with the help of some really, really good friends that and family that I had. So take care of each other and um, help the people that need helping. And um, I love you.